You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. They see that's one of the many things you'll have to cut out from the uh, <laughs> the clean version. This is going to be this fucking impossible. It's the, the Princess show. Diaries after dark. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've signed up for a lot of like Disney Facebook groups to get like memes and stuff. Mm. And there's two called Disney After Dark, and one of them is just like <laughs> like adult, not adult adult, but like just more mature jokes about Disney. Like there's one where it's like Nala and Simba post coitus, and of she's like, "Wow, I can't wait to tell our dad what happened." He's like, "What do you mean, our dad?" She's like, "There's only two men in the whole all the Pride Lands. I'm definitely not Scar's kid." And he's the like, alpha, ah! yeah, the alpha right. meets with all the all the women. Oh, no. like that stuff. But then the other one is like, like I'm like on it for a while, and I'm like, maybe some more cool, actual cool stuff will show up. And no, it's just like Anna and Elsa in lingerie, <laughs> and like Snow White in a thong. And I'm like, well, Man, I'm gonna get out of this. Just, that's horrible. That's really gross. What's it called? <laughs> you want to make sure you never you never get on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm gonna add it to the uh, block. I got a red list there. Yeah, there yeah. you go. The ellipses is to imply your shame, I guess. It's like Disney <laughs> After Dark. Dot 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 dot. <laughs> Means there's more to come. Pun intended. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Horrible. What a segue. There you go. All right. It's the 16-Bit <laughs> Gladiators right here on the Next Wave Radio Network. This is our video game-themed podcast where we come together every week to talk about video games uh, and, you know, nudie uh, Disney characters if uh, <laughs> if the spirit moves. Uh, I'm your host, Joel. I'm here every week, and I am always joined by Jay Gunn. Hello, Jay. Hello, hello. Gracing us there. with his presence again is uh, Joe Cucinani. Hello, Joe. Hi, <laughs> and uh, a little bit of a foreshadowing there on this very special crossover episode uh, with our—I don't want—I don't want to call it a sister podcast. We're not related that way, but with a another podcast. Uh, it's you. our kiss and cousins podcast. <laughs> it's our sister wife podcast. <laughs> there you go. You've you've uh, heard the voice of Ryan Jenkins, guest hosting on this podcast before. Uh, what's the most recent one you were on? Uh, the, the open world yeah, discussion. Open world. Oh, that's right. We did a, a whole episode uh, where it was the theme was open world uh, video games, but we mostly ended up uh, taking a little peek behind the curtain of your job because uh, you are a video game developer by trade, Ryan. Uh, I am, I am. But, but for this episode, uh, you were playing the uh, part of podcast crossover co-host, and your co-host uh, is your lovely wife, Tara. And they host Hello. together Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries, which you can subscribe yes. to, uh, as well as this podcast, where all fine podcasts are sold. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, or go directly to uh, 16bitgladiators.com for us, uh, for Tara and Ryan. Where can, we, uh, where can we subscribe to your show? You know, I, I think we, uh, maybe just our Podbean page, uh, com. But um, if you find us on Instagram, trprincessdiaries, uh, uh, on Instagram, we'll have a link in our bio that'll take you to like one of those pages where it's just like, here's everywhere you can find us. So we should be anywhere, but one of those you'll be able to find us. And we've got a Facebook group too that's pretty active. Yeah, very yeah. strong. Yeah, they got a very strong Facebook community. Yeah, prolific. <laughs> Uh, and a great podcast, too. I've uh, spent all morning. I had a, a long work day, uh, and it was one of those days where I could just uh, have podcasts running in the background. So uh, I've been catching up on on your show, uh, and man, nice. just, 
just uh, forget about some of these uh, Disney movies and the trivia you guys. Man, you really do your research. Like you're putting this podcast to shame because uh, <laughs> thank you. We we, we just kind of show up and uh, riff off of memory. Uh, and you've got notes yeah. and trivia. And, oh, uh, my memory is oh my awful. God. That's why I have the notes. Do we have your notes? Uh, she's she's gone through like three or four got, like, legal, pads. legal pads during the course of this podcast. <laughs> There's more. Wow. These are two of this them. Is just, but like, I have more. Look at this. It's the oh color God. pens oh it's that just... you can't use for anything else, like orange. <laughs> It's just a more delightful version of the seven notebooks. <laughs> like, I, right? like... I was about to say, like someday you guys are gonna like go missing and they're gonna find these notebooks that are well, hieroglyphics on them and everything. I don't know what's going on, but she wrote like twenty seven notes about Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Many trees died to bring us this podcast. Well, thank you guys for uh, making time uh, and joining us on our humble little podcast. Uh, and the reason that they are on is because uh, of. This week's topic, uh, which is Disney video games. That's right. You guys host a Disney-themed podcast. Uh, we host a video game-themed podcast. And uh, just like peanut butter cups, we're two great tastes that taste great together because... Uh, <laughs> hey, you got chocolate in my peanut butter. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. No. You got Disney in my video games. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. We've <laughs> you got... got video games in my Disney. <laughs> There's tons of video games that are based on Disney properties ever since, <laughs> ever since the invention of uh, the medium. Uh, yeah. And so we are here to talk about them. Uh, now, before we dive into this, because this is going to be a jam-packed episode, I can tell already, we need to set a little bit of ground rules. Uh, we talked about it earlier. <laughs> the safe word is Jiminy. <laughs> <laughs> they... Got it. Uh, so yes, some ground rules, because uh, as we mentioned at the top of this episode, uh, there are there are Star Wars video games, which is now technically a Disney property. Uh, there are uh, Marvel video games, but uh, we did that last week. On our superhero episode, listen to our superhero podcast episode, uh, and uh, no Lucas Arts games. I think we're going to throw that in there because we will have a Lucas. Oh, Joe, look at you, Joe. No, I'm kidding. Just, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a Lucas Arts episode coming up soon, so uh, we don't want to blow our load here on this Disney episode. But aside from that, everything that's just Disney, like yes. the animated stuff, the you know, the if they made video games based on like Song of the South, we could talk about that. <laughs> so oh my god, I'd love to see that. Oh boy, the computer wore tennis shoes. <laughs> the strongest man in the world now we're talking some kurt russell disney movies uh, the air up there with kevin bacon that's a disney movie mm. operation dumbo actually operation dumbo drop that should be a video game if it isn't already it's, it's just like uh space invaders but you're shooting elephants <laughs> <laughs> wow put a dark spin on that film that's better i was about to say it's like tetris but with elephants <laughs> Space Invaders is much better. Uh, but yes, uh, so aside from those three properties, everything is all game, uh, and so let's kick things off. All right, uh, Ryan and Tara, the way we usually do this, um, Ryan, you know, we go around the horn. I think we've all got little lists here. That's right, Joe is uh, working up a sweat there with the boxing gloves. Yeah. Uh, and we, uh, we'll just uh, go down a list of uh, Disney. I'm sure there's going to be some crossover, uh, which is appropriate on this crossover episode. All right, well, uh, since you are our guests, be our guest. And, be uh, our guest. Let's yeah. start with Tara and or Ryan. I'm not sure if you guys uh, have individual lists or uh, if you're acting as a we duo. Do. You do. Okay. Oh, no, we are not a duo. We, we do, but I, I only put two on mine because I figured we didn't want to like fill up this thing. So do you want to go first? Or you want... Sure, I'll go first. Great. Uh, so Disney's been my jam for a long time. And that's a lot of the video game. Like Super NES was the system I had as the first system I played on, and the one that I still love to this day. And when you, do Ryan we want to tell the story video, of your dad? 
yes, taking but away you, your Super Nintendo. Yes, so I bought a Super Nintendo with like birthday money or something, and I think it was it was one of my parents was against it, and I'm not really sure why. So they made me return it, which was a super sad day. But then my best friend had a Super NES, so I was just over there playing it all the time. Ah, so jokes it all on worked them. out. Exactly, and then I got a PlayStation later on, so it nice. all worked out. Uh, but the first one for me that I wanted to talk about, especially because there's a lot of differences between the Sega version and the Super NES version, is Aladdin. Yes. Aladdin. Yeah. So Aladdin, uh, I was looking into it, but the Sega version was Virgin Games, and then the Super NES version was Capcom, and they came out within the same month of each other, which I found kind of interesting. And they were animations from actual Disney animators. So on the, just on the Sega one. On just on the Sega one, is yes. that what? Yeah. So I found that really. I thought that was really cool. And it went on to be the third best-selling game in Genesis history. Wow. Wow. So, so it was, did, did you play both of them though? So I, as a child, only played the Super NES version, but now Switch has Lion King and Aladdin, and that's the Sega version. I prefer the Super NES version. I don't yes, know ma'am. Okay. Yes, right. ma'am. I was like, I don't know if that's a hot take. Like, personally, that's my version. I mean, mm-hmm. and it- there's other levels in it that don't exist. I was comparing the levels, and like, there's no. Uh, a whole new world. The, mo- the magic carpet the interlude is one of the best parts. Exactly. You get all the gems. You get all the things. That doesn't exist in the Sega version. And the battle at the end with Jafar is so different. Mm-hmm. In the Sega version, you have to have a shit ton of apples. So if you don't collect, if you don't hoard apples Tara. up to that... I know. Well, first of all, really I mean, exciting. in all fairness, that's the name of the cutout Wind song from Aladdin. Shit ton of apples. Yeah, shit ton of apples. Look out. Shit ton of apples. Gotta beat Jafar with the shit ton of apples. But yeah, in the Sega, in the Sega version, you're just throwing a ton of apples at him. He changes into a snake. But in the Super NES version, you play him once as Jafar, and you jump on him, and there's other obstacles, and then it's a separate level to play him as the snake. So I believe it's divided up. And when we were kids, there were passwords. So what's nice (laughs) about what's nice about the Switch version is that you can automatically save whenever. But if you played the original, the OG version, you had to have the passwords. And Ryan bought a retro duo for me for my birthday a couple years back. And got me Aladdin. And one of my best friends, we like called him up to say, oh, my gosh. We can't believe Ryan got this. We're playing the game. He goes, Genie Jafar, Aladdin, Abu. He's like, that's a password for the Genie level. Like he knew it off. <laughs> he knew it immediately <laughs> off the top of his head. So, yeah. So for me, wow. uh, that's, yeah, that's when I played all the time. I had so much fun revisiting it, but I was super bummed that it was the Sega version. I, I have a question about the whole mm-hmm. new world level. Mm-hmm. Like, could you die on the whole new world level? No, no, I don't, I don't yeah. think so. It was just kind of no, like a bonus like a thing. Yeah, kind of a bonus yeah. level. Because I'm like, that seems really messed up. It was a nice up. break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a it nice It was a nice break. break in the action. Yeah. Yeah. And the genie level, I like much better in um, mm-hmm. the Super NES version as well. Yeah. Uh, th- that is, uh, to some audiences, a controversial take, uh, but not yes. here, not here yeah. on this podcast. I think we're okay, all agreeing Super Nintendo's better. Uh, but yeah, because we're, we're we're the correct audience. <laughs> That's among, interesting because friends. when I, like I was that. looking stuff up. <laughs> A lot of people were saying the Genesis one. Yeah. Like, that was the consensus online. Yeah. I they're wrong. Could, I, but... I, I, okay. <laughs> well, they're all for reasons. I'm, I'm not representing them. <laughs> they're all for reasons that don't have to do with the gameplay. I think. They're yeah. all like, Oh, the animations are better. The sprites yeah. are bigger. It's like the color count and the sound. Uh, well, like she said, the animations were like supervised by actual Disney animators, yes. which I thought yeah. was interesting. Yeah. 
but I mean, yeah, you know, Capcom. Uh, I mean, no slodges themselves. To that point, so was Brother Bear, and nobody mm-hmm. wants to watch that movie. So, listen, <laughs> we have a guest for Brother Bear, and I'm very excited. She's an actual animator. So. Oh no! <laughs> oh really? So Harley, cut that Harley, out. Cut that out. <laughs> cut that out. Is that an upcoming episode? Uh, uh, we'll Turn get there eventually. eventually. Oh, yeah. we're going through all of them. Yep. Oh, that's true. Well, but you're not even. Let's see. What was that? Like late There's... '90s? Sorry, it's a tangent. That one's Joel, in the 2000s, I believe. Joel's yeah. like, is there even a princess in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? They will find a princess in all the uh-huh. movies. There's they always will. a princess, whether or not she's yes. a female or wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. Aladdin was the princess in Aladdin, according sure to Sure was. Him. That's right. Yeah, no, he was. He was. Yeah. That's good. I found out today that Jack Skellington was the princess from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, is mm-hmm. that where you are on the in the podcast? I mean, I'm not really going in order. Uh, I, I, I find the movies that I have. A, like, I listened to your Rescuers Down Under episode, which uh, I have a great affinity for. Love that film. I think it's totally underrated. Not enough people know about it. I tried to watch, uh, show it to my wife, and she fell asleep five minutes in. So um, maybe it's yeah, just me. That's but about uh, right. but if no, that's a that is a great film. She didn't get to Joanna. Oh gosh, jo- Joanna I'm the Joanna. With Joanna. She's Joanna's the so best. great. That, yeah. That scene with the eggs is one of my favorite. Like, I just watch just that on YouTube sometimes scenes. just to make me feel good and laugh. I love that <laughs> scene so much. Nice. All right. Well, this is a great way to kick things off. Uh, coming out strong, Tara, with uh, Aladdin uh, for both SNES and the Genesis. Well, I guess we have no choice then to move on to uh, your, your spouse there. Ryan? No choice. We have no choice. We have no choice. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, there's three other choices. But yeah. Nope, we, absolutely. Or you could just like cut me off. It doesn't matter. Like, just, all right, Joe, uh, you're up next. What, no, uh... no, no. No, Ryan, go ahead. <laughs> um, so I went with uh, both the, the original and the remake of the DuckTales. I have not played the remake, but I looked Ooh. into it a little bit. It's good. Um, just I played the heck out of the original. I was just kind of yeah. interested because I was thinking about playing it before doing this, but then I was like, I've I've spent too much money on games and stuff lately. So I was like, okay, we'll hold off. Um, but I thought it was interesting. Like I just watched a bunch of comparison videos. So you guys remember the original? Like you're bouncing around as Scrooge on a cane. Mm-hmm. You're going to let's see, you know, such famous locales that you remember from the show, like. African mines and <laughs> the Transylvania, moon. the yes. moon. Um, like just, and I thought it was interesting because like there, this was a big thing around like Mega Man and stuff like that. Whereas like you could go to any level you wanted mm-hmm. in any order you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, but it, it always was this kind of weird thing. Cause I was watching a playthrough and then I forgot at the end, whoever, whatever boss you beat at the end, then it just cut to, Glomgold and Magicka Dispel being like, we're going to get to the go- to your treasure first. And you literally just climb a rope up like three race. screens. Yep. I wouldn't call that a race. Although in my memory, I'm pretty sure I lost the game at that point. <laughs> like, I don't know how. <laughs> but You just had to go up. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I must have like been like so nervous as a kid. Like, what am I doing wrong? This seems too easy. Jump, die. <laughs> I feel like that was me when I was trying to get out of the vault in Fallout 3. When I, mm-hmm. I like... Well, in, in, in your defense, you were also trying to master a whole... like. You, a whole I had never played anything played on an anything, Xbox. Yeah. yeah, that was my first thing on an Xbox, and I was like, I can't get I out of the vault. I played a ton of so Nintendo depressing. games, and I was like, just climb up this rope. This is it. Dead. Oh. <laughs> um, but the thing I thought was interesting about the remaster is they got like it's pretty close, but they add some new stuff and they put a little mm-hmm. context into things. 
Bro, like, the voice acting too. They brought back the old voice actors. Alan Young, the oh, original Scrooge, really was yeah, there. Wow. Like all of them. June Foray, who was Rocky the Squirrel, was a bunch of voices. They got everyone who was living at the time. I think mm-hmm. Alan Young and some other people have passed since yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. But um, wow. I wanted to throw out a little bit of trivia because mm. I don't. I want to. Anytime I can, I like to try and uh, uh, plug the 2017 Ducktales show, which is really good. That's what I've heard. The one with with David, David Tennant. Yes, as Scrooge and and all those characters. But there is a whole – there's a a character that's not – that they created for the show that is Huey, Dewey, and Louie's mom. Mm -hmm. And, like, Donald's taking (sighs) care of them because their mom, quote-unquote, passed in a – A drug problem. This has a drug problem. She's (laughs) on the mean streets of Balmer. And she is – no, she is on the moon. She, they think she has disappeared, but she's on the moon. And in the second season – I'm sorry, I'm spoiling a little bit. You find out, like, what she's been doing on the moon. And there's a part where she's like fighting a moon monster and she finds out it's a baby. So she goes to sing it a lullaby. She's like, this is a lullaby I used to sing to uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And it's the moon theme <gasps> what? from the DuckTales wow. video game. Wow. Like nice. words they've added to it. One of the greatest oh, nice. video mu- game music tracks. Uh, we, we, yeah. we, we've done a couple of episodes uh, on video game music here. and I, I can't remember which one it was on, the first or second, but uh, either volume one or volume two. But uh, yeah, it was volume two. Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a great track. That's the cool thing about that show is it's like really rewarding to people who loved this like Disney afternoon stuff. So check that out on Disney Plus if you get a chance. But the game I remember playing the heck out of just to throw in another one. I don't know if anyone if anyone's going to talk about Mickey Mouse capades, but I remember having that and Ducktales, and one of them being far superior to the other no. one. Oh yeah, um, yes, Ducktales. Same thing with Aladdin. It's amazing. Some of these games are very solid platformers considering mm-hmm. like yeah. they just farmed these games out to people. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of we'll get to some other stuff in a second. Like people who like a lot of companies now who their first game was like one of these platformer uh, Super Nintendo or Nintendo mm-hmm. Disney game. But anyway, I, I grew up. I loved uh, uh, DuckTales and I kind of want I I probably will be checking out this new one soon you know i i while it's great it's great to have it on in widescreen with better graphics and and on a modern console that you don't have to break any laws to play i will (laughs) and and i love the idea of like getting the cast back together and and having one go around but uh i think it's a victim of a of a copywriter who was so in love with his material that he didn't know how to edit because some of those cutscenes, those cutscenes go they are interminable like there's characters who are just talking. To, oh yeah, am I the only one who's played this uh, remake? The, well, no, I've got the remake. I think the remake's fine. You didn't. But you the, can you can get the originals. There's a package in the uh, yeah. Xbox Market called the Disney Afternoon Collection. That's right. And it's got, I think it's got it. It might have both Ducktales, maybe just the first one, but it also has like Tailspin and Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Hmm. So uh, yeah. So get, I haven't played the it. Tailspin one. Is that one just like R type? That's what it looked like in the the trailer. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I it's, mean, I mean, it's, it's not like just, weird, yeah, gutsy aliens, yeah. <laughs> but it's like you're just like it's like left to right. I'll tell you, man, the work that Capcom put into those Disney uh, IPs mm-hmm. for those games, they did a good job. Like all of those games are fun. Uh, none of them touch Ducktales though. Like that one is just that one was on my list as well. Um, but. They're all they're all good games. They're it's, pretty solid. It's that bouncing mechanic. It's the uh, w- w- mm-hmm. that shovel knight would then take. Well, shovel knight, yep. Not just not just the bouncing mechanic though. Like there's just some strong gameplay going on there. Like some uh, some some good. You know, we've talked about it on the podcast before, where a game kind of prepares you for what's going to happen later. This game does a really good job with that. 
Yeah, agreed. Well, like Darkwing Duck was one that just felt like a Mega Man reskin, and this one had different yeah. stuff. Like the jumping thing was kind of new, where you could jump on the spikes and stuff like that. And he hitting that stuff golf, like a golf club. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that was all stuff that like the golf club thing. I'm pretty sure Scrooge did on the show. I don't know yes. about the bouncing on the cane, but I'm sure he did. And that was stuff that was like new, cool gameplay, but also true to what was going on. They have a lot of like references to stuff from the like. Don't you fight like the Terror Firmer? Yeah. Uh, yep. King in one like, of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's stuff that's like pretty deep cuts from the show, but like, you know, still solid things. But you are also going to fight like Dracula Duck in Transylvania and stuff <laughs> where they were just like, let's just put Dracula in there. Yeah. Turn him into a, a duck. giant rat on the moon. Yeah. I love how they duckify everything on that. Uh, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Or gonna... Beagle Fight. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duckify yeah, and Beagle Fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. Way to, way to kick things off. Um, Let's see. Well, Jay, you, in my order, on my screen, are next. Uh, so I think, right. I think I'm going to throw it to you. Let's talk about right. some Disney games, buddy. All right. Well, I you know, I was kind of going over this list <clears throat> of all the Disney games, and it's like I'm, I'm looking, I'm going, I, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. <laughs> I am really surprised at how few Disney games I've ever actually played. What? Um, yeah, and uh, because I'm a, I've uh, always been a huge Disney fan, but I've just never, never done the the games too much. Bro, uh, there's one the we ones. played a bunch when we lived when I lived in your house. Right? There was one saying, other other than like the big ones, like Ducktales. I did Aladdin. I did you know I did uh, the Lion King things like that. I did all the all the major ones. Joe, you're you're you missing okay? one. You're missing one, and it hurts because we played it like religiously. This is like his y'all sitting breaking. on his lap moment. My heart you're really, my it. heart is breaking because oh, you're no. about to go like N64 or like PlayStation era, and like we, ah, oh, go ahead, do you do your game, <laughs> do your game. It's killing me. It's killing me. <laughs> we'll come to you next, Joe. Oh, I'm can't wait to, to hear. Yeah, it. I'm trying to remember what it was now. Um, it was like I no, talked was... about it at your wedding. We... <laughs> It was in my speech. <laughs> we made love after playing this. <laughs> oh man! But no, no the the one that that uh, came up on the list. I was like, oh, I do remember that one because um, I, I actually just played it somewhat recently uh, on the Wii. Was Epic Mickey? Yes, that's on my list as well. Yeah, I was really surprised by it because I don't know. I guess I always had like this this prejudice against licensed things like that like hmm. where where as you should uh, games that are done off of movies or tv shows or things like that have never really been great you know you've got the, the diamonds in the rough every now and then oh for the most part I'm enjoying the, all these disney references yeah guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh but yeah for, you know for the most part they've never been great but i got this one and it's like it, it wasn't really tied into any any of the films it was just its own thing and I loved that they they kind of took the Super Mario Sunshine, yes, and essentially Disneyfied it with their own you know with their own little mechanic of painting things versus cleaning up the painting things. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, it was just it was incredible to play something like that. That was just, I mean, yeah, you could you could die, you could you know mess up and stuff like that. But for the most part, it was just it was just fun to play. Like there was yeah. no, and there wasn't any real like hard things to do. It was a good yeah. kind of a, a relaxing game. Well, yeah. and, and, and this will probably be a theme, but you know, when you're making a video game based on a Disney property, you got to right. know who your audience is uh, right. and not exactly. that it's exclusively children, but uh, they don't want to exclude the children. Um, yeah. So yeah. they got to make it for the children. 
Yeah. When did that one? When did that one come out? Oh, that's like that early two thousands, right? Yeah, okay. I think it was like two thousand. No, it was on Wii, so it had to have been maybe two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, because I vaguely remember like the advertisements and things for it. I don't think I ever played I, it. I think it was around then because I think I knew a lot of people. I graduated from SMU Guildhall in two thousand seven, and I think that studio picked up a lot of mm. uh, people in my cohort, and they went and worked on it, and and. Spoiler alert, it didn't do great. Like, they got a sequel out of it, but it didn't do great either. I yeah. haven't played it. I think the reason I didn't is because I didn't play a lot of Wii games. Like, I found yeah. the controller set up just a hindrance. I know now it's on Steam, and I know you got really interested when you heard it was kind of like Mario Sunshine. You're like, oh. Yeah, I know. But My ears for, But I remember as soon as he started talking about the painting, I was like, oh, I remember seeing stuff for that. But yeah. yeah, I never had a chance. I never had the opportunity to play it. I got to hear Warren Spector talk a little bit right before it came out. Um, mm. I have dumped all of that information. It was at a, <laughs> uh, uh, like some conference I was at and he was really seemed like a, 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 a cool guy, or at least he seemed very like in, into that property because it's all like the forgotten Disney stuff. It's yeah. like Oswald the rabbit and like mm-hmm. all the old, like 1930s and before yeah. cartoons. Correct. And, and that's the best part about it is that, yeah. They're using the old 1940s Mickey, like I'm exactly uh, yeah. With, yeah. where he doesn't have, uh, um, you know, he's all pupils, right? There's no whites of yes. his eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And th- th- he's also not so much of a corporate yeah. logo at that point. Yes. We talk about that a lot of podcasts. Is like how he kind of now he doesn't really have a personality because he has to be like mm-hmm. everything to everyone. He's GI Joe. Yes, that's right. But like specifically the GI Joe character, not the the line. It's the one guy who's just GI Joe. Oh, oh no, no. Uh, I'm thinking of He Man. He's He Man. He's He Man. That's what I meant. Because He Man was is like a generic. Like, do you know the story of of, of the He Man toy? Yeah, they were supposed to be Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be Star Wars yeah. action figures. Yeah, exactly. But then yeah, they everybody just, knows that story. He's just like a blank slate, basically. That everybody. you, uh, yeah, it's it's like a blank Christmas. slate. <laughs> anyway, beating up on He Man. I love. Oh, hey, Joe, you seen the new He Man show? The whole thing. Did you? Oh, they they, uh, they oh released God, it all at one time. That. Yeah, they, well, the whole first part. It's in two parts. It's going to be five episodes for part one and five episodes for part mm. two, and it's outstanding. It's yeah. really well done. It's really good. I watched it too. Nice. Yesterday. There you go. There's a little yeah. mini review of a I, non-Disney I property. I I if you're a purist for He-Man, you might not like it, but I also say that if you're a purist for something that was like designed by committee specifically to gain dollars <laughs> off of like other toy sales then like rethink your decisions that led you to this point yes like it's like i'm sorry but i i also I there's like 200 plus episodes of what you what you like and what you're into there's a mm-hmm. live action movie there's like comic books go find some of that you yeah. know this one is actually well it's actually evolving and pushing this story forward these characters forward and like they're getting shit about it and it's like well bro what do you just want the same old shit just with Mark yes. Hamill as Skeletor? Yes. Come on. Basically. <laughs> as, yeah. As someone That's who exactly as, what as a, a video game developer, no one hates your product more than its biggest fans. Man. <laughs> Truer words were not spoken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sad, sad. All right, well on that note, Joe, I think I'm gonna throw it over to you, buddy. Uh I know you're itching to get in some Disney games. Let's talk. Well okay, I so before I get into this, it. This game is that you and Jay. Oh, you I'll, and tell, Jay you are gonna it. Gonna I'm gonna tell you about it. I'm gonna tell you about it. 
<laughs> but first, like I've been trying, I've been working with my daughter, like getting her into video gaming and stuff. Oh, I know. And yeah. uh, and for Christmas, I br- I brought some visual aids. So for Christmas this past year, she got this Little Mermaid. Uh, oh, I, yes. Tiger I'm Electronics. So That's happy awesome. you were bringing these up because I was curious if any of you guys had played them because there were so many of them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and they're all horrible. Um, yeah. But, but it's nice. It's nice for her to kind of get her feet wet, like playing this game. Uh, also, we went to uh, we went to old movie trading company, and uh, I picked up something, and she saw something in one of the glass cases. I've been letting her try out some games on the old Game Boy, and uh, and she saw this Winnie the Pooh Adventures in the Hundred Acre Wood that she really <laughs> she has become a, a huge uh-huh. Pooh head. Like I uh, <laughs> sounds I, much grosser than it actually is. No, that's it. <laughs> I um I grew up loving Winnie the Pooh, and I've. Uh, since been able to kind of transfer some of that over to her and she saw this and wanted to play it and it's kind of like and I, I think this is true for a lot of Winnie the Pooh video games especially like on the Game Boy format is that they're kind of like board games that you just play on this video game system and uh, and she's digging the hell out of it it's uh, it's nice. nice it's nice seeing her kind of learn like go from being the little girl that like she needs me to explain everything to her to her getting the gist of it and doing it herself so that's really rewarding proud papa so now that we got the feel good out of the way jay (laughs) yes let's hear it the magical quest starring mickey mouse on snes we used to play the (laughs) holy crap out of that hanging his head in shame for the listeners you're right yeah it was it was a Capcom oh. game. It was gorgeous. Yes, uh, and like the one it, where it you had this curtain, and you the like curtain, and you changed costumes. Yeah. You could be yep. Fireman Mickey, or you could be Mountain Climber Mickey, and like you had you fought different versions of Pete at the end of every level, mm. and it was all like to save Pluto. It was like Pluto got lost, and it was all about saving your dog. Yeah, um, I was just yeah. about to say, is it a precursor to John Wick? It is, <laughs> uh, and it's and it's amazing. I can't believe you forgot about that. I, I can't either. Up, I can't either. They ended up making a sequel, I think, with Mickey and Minnie, but like that first one is just legendary. Oh, wow. I hope I you remember that. One. I hope you're happy with yourself, Jay. I am. I am. I am forever shamed for having well, forgotten that. Not only should you be shamed, but like, just no. I'm pissed because I had yeah. to use up my first pick to talk about that game <laughs> instead of what was actually on my list. We'll save it, Joe, because well, we'll, we'll come back around. Um, yeah, I think we've gone through everybody. I'm going to throw one out there uh, since we were talking about Aladdin earlier on the SNES. Uh, also, a game by Capcom, right? And they were. Uh, the ones who did all the NES uh, versions, uh, you know, the Saturday morning cartoons, uh, and were firing on all cylinders, didn't have a miss until until a little movie called Lion King came out, mm-hmm. and uh, they decided to make a Super Nintendo version of that, and uh, yeah. it looks beautiful. It's got the yes. soundtrack. It's got all the things going for it. It's Lion King, it was like, which was at the time like the biggest grossing Disney movie, right? Uh, oh, Tara. And yet, that game is a fucking pain in the ass to play. It is oh, so... Oh, I would agree with that. Okay. I enjoyed yeah. it, but it's... Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Ryan was just, like, surprised. He thought I was my feelings were going to be hurt, like, but yeah. No, I thought you were going moments... to... The jersey was going to come out. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> the table. Uh, no, there... Yeah, it is such a pain. Something about uh, platformers that work on, on two feet, you know, when you're when you're a character with just legs, and something about laying that character down, having him walk on all fours, and now, you know, the sprite's a little bigger. It's a little hard to figure out where the edge of cliffs are, uh, and uh, that, that became a detriment playing that game, especially in the um, Can't Wait to Be King 
level with the monkeys and the giraffe heads. Oh my god, I fell off those giraffes. When we're actually watching the movie for for the podcast, yeah. she like she, this monkey reaches down and like throws Simba, and Tara goes, "Oh, those fucking blue monkeys!" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She's got PTSD from the monkeys Seriously. in the. Mm-hmm. And when you mention the cliffs, I feel like there are moments where you have to jump from like one to the other and zigzag, and there's no like rhyme or reason. You either exactly. make it, you either clip onto it, or you don't. That's, yes, that's the thing. Yes. You got to be pixel perfect, and if you knew what the rules were, it'd be easier. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's trial and error. Uh, made mm-hmm. for a very frustrating experience. Looked great, but for me, that was uh, Capcom's first big miss uh, with their Disney property games. Yeah, it, it's it's one of the one of the games that defines that Nintendo hard uh, yes. <laughs> meme. So yeah, I I thought you were going to bring up. I think I don't know how many years later, but they literally just started going through all the properties. And one of them was Pinocchio, and I have not played it. I just saw when I was going through the list, so it's always like Pinocchio, and it looks just like it's like Pinocchio going to school and jumping up on stuff like Aladdin. Have you played My daughter it, Joe? Has it. My daughter has it for the Game Boy, and it frustrates the hell out of her. <laughs> <laughs> are you now? Are you fighting the uh, horrific donkey people? Is that I, we haven't even oh, gotten God, to that I point. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to that There's so many level. villains in that. There's so many mean, cruel people That's true. in Pinocchio. Yeah. The whole world. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I learned from watching that movie. It's like, don't leave. <laughs> don't don't trust anybody. <laughs> not in not in Italy. Never don't trust is. any Italians. <laughs> yeah. right. Pinocchio and the Godfather. They're basically the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, go ahead. Well, I wanted to jump in real quick with something because I watched a video today that was um, uh, it was a John Tron video. If you know what those, if you know that guy, mm-hmm. but he uh, did one on Disney bootlegs. And we're probably going to cut this part out for the for our part of it. But there was one that was the Lion King, and it was essentially just a remake of Lion King, except when you died, you know how you get to like continue or don't continue screen. Uh, yeah. yeah, with Rafiki. Oh no! Now it's Simba hangs himself. Oh, you no. oh my god! <laughs> so I will send you guys this video. What? It's like, and then you could oh be gosh. Timon, Pumbaa, or Simba. If you're if you're Pumbaa, you jump in like a boiling pot of water. Oh no! If you're Timon, you like dig your own grave and jump in. Oh, and if you're Jesus. Simba, you flat out Brooks is here yourself. Oh, no. And you just like just go up. It's like continue. And he's like, and I'm like, and, and what the hell? Just, like, I know. It was some weird bootleg. This is also the one where they had a Lion King bootleg that was a copy of the Jungle Book game, except it was Mowgli with a lion head. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. Anyway. Oh, my God. My head is... Oh, I'm trying to figure out how uh, one hangs himself with no opposable thumbs. Oh, <laughs> you'll see when I send you this video. All right. Can't oh, wait. Can Post it on the Facebook page. All right. Uh, Ryan, is that your next pick then? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well... well so mine was, uh, I picked one that I know we've been doing a lot of the cartoons and stuff, but this is one that I remember playing. I played this before, I, I think before I actually saw start to finish the movie it was based on, and because I, I watched the movie in college. This is Tron 2.0. Yeah. Mm. We've talked about and this I was before. A, mm. Okay, we have talked about it before. Well, he, we haven't talked about 2.0, but, but we've talked about Tron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tron 2.0 is the first person shooter game that they made, like, based off of it was it's just a, it was supposed to be a sequel to Tron yeah. and it it stars uh Alan Bradley's the character Alan Bradley's son Jethro Jet Bradley oh my who, gosh when he's in the real world looks like a skinny version of the lead singer of Smash Mouth he's like literally got do you guys remember <laughs> those shirts <laughs> the from the cut. early like mm-hmm. the really like the silk shirts that had like 
Joe, you probably remember this. Like, there's like Stone Cold Steve Austin screen printed on sure, it. Sure, yeah. Like that. So he has like one of those shirts and like a, just like a goatee and a, <laughs> and a, and a uh, soul patch. And then when he goes into the world, mm. he looks really much cooler. But it was like it was it had this really cool system. Like I liked it as a first person shoot because you actually had the disc. You could throw the disc and it would bounce around and hit people and you'd catch it. Um, and you could also use it to block shots and things like that. And you could upgrade all this stuff. And the thing I thought was really cool is you get all these weapons, you'd upgrade them, and you had like a wheel where you would drag your upgrades on. And like if they were like first level, they were very large, so you couldn't put like a ton of them on this wheel. But as you got better and better and like upgraded them, they get smaller. So you could like create this loadout of everything with all these different things. There are all these like, uh, you know, just really dumb computer jokes like uh, every weapon was called something.exe or something oh, like God. that listen i when i remember when i saw tron which was shortly thereafter in college uh it was me and another engineering major watching it and we're just like this movie's great i understand why people don't like it yes <laughs> i'm like i love all these stupid little jokes but i completely get why people were like this is dumb uh, this is tron episode on the editing bay yeah there you yeah. go <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I remember really loving that game, uh, going back and looking at it, I'm sure it doesn't hold up, but there's apparently a, a mod you can get where people have been still working on it all this time where it will upgrade it to 4k, Ooh. um, and, and do all that stuff called the killer app mod. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. so like a lot of people are still working on that stuff. I, I remember loving it. I do not remember. I think the light cycle uh sequences were mm. bad because i don't remember the what? light cycle sequences yeah oh. no they, i mean in the game no i'm disappointed because like that's what you want to play at that's, tron game yeah, four like, right. you want. well i i think you know speaking as a game designer especially back then like that's like it's easy to shift to something that's similar to like it's it's like that's going from a first person game to a racer game and like that takes that like the team that has to do that like you have to do that like with all the tools you have to create a first person game you have mm-hmm. to hire new people who know what they're doing or just right. shift people over who are like well normally i work on uh, shooting guys in wolfenstein but today i'm doing a racing game so it's like those expertise don't always True. transfer over yeah. it's not just like i'm good at all video games in general like this is my defending those guys. It's also the guys who did uh, it, it. It was Monolith Studios, so it was the guys who did. Well, when I was on here for the open world game, we talked about Shadow oh, yeah. of War. Yeah, so it was yeah. Those guys. And I also wanted to bring up something. But going back to Lion King real fast, that's Westwood Studios did that. So Lion that's King Command and, that's Command and Conquer. Command and yeah, Conquer. Yeah. Conquer. Yeah. Wow. Command and Conquer. Yeah. All right. Wow. That makes sense with yeah, all that complicated that. platforming and commands. <laughs> yes. Yes. Back when games were just like, we're just trying to get pixels on screen. Yeah, so I know. After I just said, like, it's hard to translate different stuff. <laughs> well, actually, um, I, would, I would say that's Exhibit A. Yeah. yeah. No, that Tron, the Tron uh, 2.0 was pretty good. It came out around the same time. I think that was an Xbox title. And then mm-hmm. at the same time, they had released a Game Boy Advance. I think it was Game Boy Advance uh, game called Tron Killer App. And it was supposed yeah. to be kind of like yeah. the mm. a companion game mm-hmm. to what was going on in 2.0. Uh, they're not bad. They, they're they ugly. I mean, they're both completely ugly to look at now. Uh, but at the time, like, especially being a Tron fan, it was cool getting, like, finally, like, a continuation of the story, as bad as it was. <laughs> I I thought it looked like, here's the thing. Yeah, when you look at, like, the 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 character models and stuff, but I thought they did a really good job with, like, the not necessarily level design, but like the level art, 
Mm. But you're also working with Tron, which is very like you know, yeah, geometric shapes. It's a lot and, yeah. easier to kind of pull some of that stuff off. But yeah. yeah, anytime like someone talked, it did look like like it was how long? It, did it look I, like it, the Titanic game? No, oh, God. <laughs> I could. T- we should. Uh, if you guys ever want to do an episode on what's that thing called? Titanic. Oh my gosh, I was Adventures in Time. It. Yes, I loved it, and I played it on Steam not that long ago. <laughs> oh my God. It's one where you go back in time to the Titanic and you try and why like, try and save be- it because you're trying <laughs> to save it. Trying to save it and so the- it doesn't sink. Oh, and not only that, if you do the you- best ending, you save it from sinking. Hitler never comes to power. Yeah, like, wow. All this changed. stuff it's, happens. It's like Quentin really? Tarantino's uh, Titanic. Well, that's what was happening. He was like, "Oh, the Titanic, it sinks." <laughs> I will invade Poland. Like that was what. Yeah, don't think those two were connected. Line from those two wow. However, if you don't succeed. <laughs> oh. When the ship sinks, you watch people floating outside <laughs> the, the porthole. It is the most horrific ending I've ever ending. seen of anything. I walked in like, what are it. you playing? Was... That's dark. Yeah, it's pretty oh. dark. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. You All right. Tara, anytime Tara gets a chance to talk about that game, she will. I will, yes. I, I, Strangest game I've I love ever it. seen. But... I love it. It's so weird and so terrible and great. Well, I just, like, of all the things, if I were to get a time machine, like, let me tell you the top, like, five things I would wait, never wait, wait. do. Yeah. So, so <laughs> the game starts and, and you were supposed to do all this stuff you were on the titanic and it sank and you're like if i could go back to that one day uh, and it's like world mm-hmm. war one and then a bomb hits and you just wake up back in that time it's not mm. like wake up back. So, you're already dead. so you're already dead or something this is all yeah. just a jacob's ladder fever there you go. <laughs> it's a jacob's ladder scenario it's not like doc brown set the delorean to the year of the titanic <laughs> marty yeah <laughs> we've got to save the titanic well, well yeah. that would be foolish too because it's a car Oh wait! It but flies. Can, it Joe, flies in where he's going, one. he doesn't need roads. He doesn't need. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Good pick there with Tron. Uh, let's hear from your better half now and uh, go to Terra. I'm gonna go uh, over to PlayStation. So I mentioned how eventually I got a PlayStation, and uh, one of the games that I really enjoyed on it was Hercules. I don't know if you guys ever Ooh, played oh, that or yeah. know about that. Love the game. Love it, the movie. It's yeah, one of PlayStation's greatest hits. Yeah, and really? it apparently is now on Steam, so I'm really excited because I'm going to buy it on Steam and replay it. <laughs> but yeah, what I loved about it was, I mean, it, it follows the movie beat for beat, but same with Aladdin and A Lion King. So for me, as like a huge Disney fan and loving the movies, I really enjoyed that a lot. Your health is Herculade, so that's like super fun. <laughs> Every time you get a health, it's Herculade. Nice. Uh, and you battle all of the monsters. So it's kind of fun as you go through it. But the Hydra, I think, I don't think I ever actually beat it because the Hydra was like pretty hard to beat. I think I got just past Hydra and you battle Medusa. You eventually battle the Titans. And then you end like with Hades. Oh. Uh, when I was doing, I don't think I ever made it to Hades, but I was doing a watch through today. But uh, one of the ones that I remember specifically, and it brought it back when we watched the movie for the pod for our podcast, was the training. There's like a whole training level where you're running. It's similar to like the stampede level in Lion King, where like you're just running and you're trying to avoid stuff, but you're trying to save that rag doll, that damsel that he practices with to save. So the whole time you're like jumping through hoops and like trying to avoid things falling on you. But I had a lot of fun gameplay. I really enjoyed it a lot uh, when it came out. And there were a lot of like interesting details that I found fun about it. I'm into that because I love that movie. I kind of feel like it gets overlooked a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. For some reason. You really? know why? Because I think it was on the heels of Pocahontas. Uh, it was on the heels of Pocahontas and Hunchback. And so they were uh, trying to do the going back to a lighthearted film. Mm-hmm. We just recorded it. So I've got that like 
in my brain. But is it overlooked? Because I've always felt like that one was the one that's highest regarded of those three. Oh yes, of those three, but it it I don't think it matched uh, Lion King numbers. Oh, I I don't it, think it well, yeah I don't think it yeah. made yeah. that much money. Yeah, but I, it was definitely a response to like Pocahontas and Hunchback being more like to people not serious. Yeah, where, where cartoon like... characters are singing about their loins burning for a woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a little and, weird. And Tara for... apparently used to sing that song around the house as a child, <laughs> and she's like thinking back. It may not it's have been completely have been the best song. You're talking about Hellfire uh, from uh, yeah. Hunchback and Notre Dame. That would be the one. Oh, yeah, love yeah. that song it's as a child. A, <laughs> I was a villain. It's a great girl. That's a great yeah. uh, score. Some great songs in there. That's Alan Menken Some again. Good right? Voice talent. Yes, it is. Great yeah. voice talent in that movie too. But mm-hmm. it was still a little a little rough. It's weird. Yeah, it's for adults. Well, yeah, Hercules was essentially the response of you know fans being like go back to what you know, like essentially, you know, not really enjoying them exploring darker themes. Yeah. And more serious themes. Can we go around the horn real quick and you guys tell us who your favorite Disney villains are and you can't say Jeffrey Katzenberg? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I listen to your podcast, so I know what the correct answer is, Ryan. Uh, (laughs) You know who number one is at the moment. And it's Gaston, of course. Uh, (laughs) He's fantastic. But, but... I gotta say, uh, Ursula. Ursula's up there too, man, from Little Mermaid. Ursula's definitely up there. She's yeah. so fun to hate. Anybody else? Joe. Oh, oh, you want? Okay. Yeah, um, I want to hear everybody's. Well, I mean, here's the thing: cartoons. Kind of, cartoons are for kids. I feel like <laughs> exactly. I think this is hogwash. This question. <laughs> um, no, I feel like there's no greater villain in Disney movies than our heroes. Like they're always the ones. Oh, that look bring, at you! They always bring the worst upon themselves. Like Ariel's an idiot. Like she's yeah. an idiot, and she like none of this would have happened. None of this stuff would have happened to her if she would have just like chilled out a little bit she's what doesn't she say in the movie she's like i'm 14 years old i can make my like yo chill out for just a second (laughs) you know before you go make a contract with like ursula the sea that's her name by the way is ursula (laughs) that's right yeah you can't claim false advertising it's pretty much printed like on the cave that she lives in she has two evil she lives uh, in a giant like skeleton of some sea monster yeah. right yeah. and the little like the little urchin guys are already there like ariel swims past them on her way to see ursula so i mean to answer your question honestly my favorite villain is gaston i think gaston <laughs> is i think he, i think he's fantastic i think he's a wonderful villain i think he's he's so funny he's like the hans gruber of disney villains because <laughs> oh he's just wow you, he even you, dies the same way you, you know love what? to hate him, yes. He catches me more like Carl just at the end when he's running through the the uh, the, the castle trying to get. I mean, yes. just like visually because he's got like long he gets hair. So crazy! You know, the, when he like yeah. comes out at the end, he's got the gun and he's like, you know, he that, throws the thing off. That would be a killer edit of the movie where the beast is just punching him and he's like, "I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna cook you, and I'm gonna fucking eat you." Yeah. <laughs> But, like, no, I think it's Gaston. But for the most part, I feel like there's no greater villain to a Disney heroine than herself. Than yourself. Or a hero. Or a hero. Like, Aladdin. Just, like, he, that bitch just lies. Like, he just, uh, uh, he he sits on a throne of lies <laughs> for yep. this whole movie, and we're supposed to sympathize for him. No, sir. Yep. Yeah, yep. Ca- cautionary tale. Yeah. Jay? Yeah. Let's hear Jay. Uh, I, I guess I'd have to go with, uh, I think, Hades. Hey, Ooh, he's he's great, great. Hades is one. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And James it, Woods has uh, turned into a real life villain in uh, later years. <laughs> yes, it turns yes, out. We, yes, he has. We, uh, we yes, mentioned yes. that we as have, well. We have, when we do our villain rankings, we have a, a, a topic that is go away heat. And yes. he gets, gets some just Serious. by mere factor of the uh, fact that, that's his that voice. It's, uh, it's James Woods. I'm sorry, though, Jay. I cut you off. Go ahead. And no, I was just, I was agreeing. It's like, I just, I love the, the, the personality behind him. I love the, he's kind of like, I don't know. He strikes me a little bit as with, uh, with Ursula, you know, he has kind of that kind of that grandiose uh, mm-hmm. personality, Yeah, but I don't know. It's just something about his, his look, the little, the little poof of the, the, the flame his on his fire. hair. That, his that, pilot yeah, light. Yeah, his little pilot light that gets blown out all the time, and he <laughs> freaks out when it does. I just, I love him. I don't know why, but I love him. Yeah, when he gets Man, angry, gosh. he like literally explodes in fire. Yes, wait a minute, though. Isma is really cool too. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. See, wait. I was gonna go with like I was yeah. gonna go with like either Isma oh, or Kronk, maybe. Isma's yeah. fantastic. Well, Kronk's well, well, yeah. not a villain though. Kronk is. Well, Kronk. Kronk is. He, Kronk he is ends up the, being a good guy. He's a he's, redeemed villain. Yes, go. he's a redeemed villain. He's, he's I like the henchman. Kronk is the worst henchman because he's <laughs> yes. being a good guy. He too. is the worst henchman. Yes. No, but I mean, how bad can he be if he can? He he has animal speak. Like yep. if you were playing D and D, he has animal speak. Squeak, yep. squeak, and yep. uh, <laughs> And he can cook. It's, he's he's, he's yeah. real husband. My cheese puffs. Yes. 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 Does that make him well, a Disney princess since he can talk ooh. to animals? Yes. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yes, he yes, does. He, the he woodland is the creatures princess of that film. Uh, all right, where do we leave off? Uh, that was so that was Tara just did right? Hercules. Nicely yeah. done. All right, love it. And I'm curious, did any of you play Hercules? I yes. forgot if you. Okay. I have not. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Man. I have not, but yeah. yeah, your description. Uh, makes me want to try to pick it up, but you said PS3. That one's on Steam. Oh, there you go. Uh, was original oh. PlayStation is what I played it on, yep. uh, but I think it came out on other systems at some point. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe there was like a, a Sega Saturn version of it or something that came yeah, out. But it was definitely PlayStation else. first. Well, let me just whip out my Sega Saturn then, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I'm... dust it off. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think we're coming back to Jay. Jay, uh, what do you got next on your list, bud? Oh, all right. Um, I get well since we just talked about the 2.0, I'll skip that one. So I'm going to say Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, okay, yeah. So let's, bring yeah. let's get it out of the way. What he doesn't pick the one I think he should pick, and then he picks like the one that's not. All right, okay. No, it's cool. It's cool. Go on. I've got well, so many on my list. It's, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, and and I'm I'm just going to go with the with the first one. I've played a little bit of the second one. I haven't played all the way through it. Uh, and I haven't played any of the third one. I haven't played any of the the Game Boy ones or all the all the spinoffs things like that. That's but the funniest that, story that about the third one. one. That like people waited 15 years for that third one to come out, and they were so like jazzed. And almost everyone I know is like, "Yeah, I still haven't played that one yet." It's like, okay, <laughs> it's been like out for four years now. I've been a a Final Fantasy like you're gonna have to to quack this one. Out. I've been a Final Fantasy whore for pretty much. <laughs> Since 1989, you know when when the Final Fantasy first came out. So I can't believe you used the c word. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Well, if they're gonna have it on hey, their podcast, listen, you know? Jay, Jay, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we call them ladies of the night, Jay. Yes, yes. But yeah, the having the Final Fantasy characters and the Disney characters kind of merging those two realities together was just brilliant to me and I, I remember joe getting it because i wasn't going to get it originally um we it got was, it, it was... from disney 
That's right. Remember that when we had a website, that Lethal Death website that we were yep. writing reviews for, and somehow I got a copy of it from Disney like two months before it came out. Yep. Wow. And so we did this whole like feature on the website where we previewed like the first like, man, we played for like four hours and just took screenshots and put them up on the website. And yeah. it was like being like you like you were saying as Disney fans and as Final Fantasy fans, like this game exceeded expectations. And mm-hmm. to be honest, the bar was low when we first right. started playing it. Yes. It was such a weird concept that everyone was like, this is the dumbest sounding game ever. And then I remember it being like, there were two games we played the hell out of at the frat house. And it was Tony Hawk, bro, Tony Hawk skater and kingdom hearts. And everybody running around and it'd be like these, you know, like typical frat guys be like, no, dude, you can't use Goofy. Though. You got to bring in Summon Simba. Summon Simba. It's hilarious. And like, meanwhile, like all, all our girlfriends are like in the corner. Be like, you guys want to go do something else? Yeah, sounds great. And they'd all be like, where'd they go? Uh-huh. The, uh, the fact that this game let you explore some of these Disney worlds, sometimes yes. for better, sometimes for worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be able to explore these worlds and how they kind of tried to link them together in their own way it was really creative and it yeah. worked the thing was it somehow the craziness of final fantasy and the looniness of this disney ip were just like somehow it worked together um but to get to like this this fan servicey moment so final fantasy 7 i think for any rpg gamer any final fantasy gamer for that moment in final fantasy 7 when Aerith gets killed and like Fair, i'm sorry and it's like, okay, I'll never play them. I'm so sorry. Sorry, oh guys, I'll never play them. But like in Kingdom Hearts, it's only like 30 years old. Come on, yeah. <laughs> at the end of Kingdom Hearts, when there's that moment where Cloud and Aerith are face to face again, mm. like I legit choked up and like teared up because of that. Like it was, it was done in such a cool, classy way, and like somehow they made it so that Kingdom Hearts, like fits still within the canon of these final fantasy games um it was it it was well done well i think it's because they never tried to like they took everything seriously like they were they were but they were honest with it because it's like disney so they weren't trying to make it grim or dark or anything but at the same time they were like this is what this character does and this is what this character does they weren't like isn't it silly that these characters are here now they did silly things because it's goofy and donald duck sure. but at the same time it was also like they took care to put them in these situations and like you know give, give a shit about them like i'm not i'm not the biggest final fantasy guy and i was in it for the i was i was in it for the the disney stuff so like the second one where you have like the four hour the four hour <laughs> oh, like yeah. when you're just running around not as sora and then at the end it's like mm-hmm. and you are sora it was like what is this like it was so sometimes it gets to parts which are the things i hate about final fantasy games but like i still had fun with it like i, I you know well it, and i think yeah i think going back to like being able to explore those worlds like you were saying me as a disney fan and i haven't played final fantasy but the halloween town yes. and it was really yeah. cool the way they did mm-hmm. that one and even little mermaid like the grotto and like going in and doing that and tarzan tarzan's mm-hmm. yes. was fun too like so it's I for me that's what's been fun about like going back and playing that is it's expanding those worlds. I, yes. I always like when you would go and they would have to disguise Donald or Goofy. Yes. <laughs> well, when they swim. Well, th- that, that's uh, the, with, well, because that's me. It's like, well, we're gonna make Sora will be a mermaid. <laughs> Donald will have like tentacles, you know, like Ursula, like, a, like an octopus, like, and, yeah. and Goofy's, Goofy's a turtle. Just, 
No, not yeah. even like half turtle. It's just Goofy's head on a turtle. It's, most, it's yeah. the funniest thing. And and the thing is, you know, Ryan, you were talking about how like the second one where it gets kind of like convoluted and long and 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 a little wacky. That's not so much. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of that in Final Fantasy, but Kingdom Hearts has its own unique yeah. special like convoluted aspect because oh yeah, it it gets way it, it gets too far away from itself. When even though the second one is a superior game, the story to it is just like we've introduced all these things where it's like, well, you know, in the first one they were heartless. Well, now there's nobodies, and nobodies are like the heartless of the you know of this. So like everyone has a heartless, but then everyone who becomes a heartless also becomes a nobody, and it, it, like it's yeah. so hard to keep track of this stuff. And you're like, I just want to party with Jack Exactly. <laughs> I just I just want to get to the Tron level. Can I just yeah. do the yeah. Tron level? I see Joel over here just being like, mm, no. well, I've tuned out <laughs> no. because uh, I, I've, I've tried playing this game before. And by playing, I mean popping in the disc and waiting uh, for a 40-minute cutscene before I actually have to do anything. So <laughs> yeah. I don't it's like that. I don't it's like games like that. It's very Japanese RPG. It is. And like, it is. Like if, if you're not into that, it's like when I, I remember I think when you started playing, I'm like, mm-hmm. if you don't want to play this, I completely get it. Like you've, I got through it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, the first I two, understand. It's a ringing endorsement. The first two are slow starters, too. Like, they are slow builds. I don't know. I'm assuming the third one is the same way. And then, like, you add on top of that that there's, like, 15 other versions, like, on on GBA and on the PSP. And Mm -hmm. I got the, like, collection for PS4. And the thing is, like, most of them, most of the games are playable on it. But on one of them, it's just, like, watch all the cutscenes from this one because we didn't want to put the game on here. (laughs) Now, Uh, did you just say you don't know if 3 is like that? Have you not played 3? I haven't played any of 3. You just sent me your Three, like, I had a, I had an extra copy of it. Oh, okay. I thought you were yeah. just like, eh, here you go. <laughs> because I had a copy of it by itself, and then I bought the collection when it came out on oh, PS4. Okay, okay, okay. So I had an extra one. So why not send it to my buddies? No, no, no I oh. appreciate it. I mean, good look, like that. If you don't appreciate, I know Tara appreciates it. I did. Like, I very much. Appreciate. She'll get to it sometime <laughs> I'll get to in it sometime when I'm not playing Skyrim. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, all right. God. I think that was Jay's pick, but we all kind of was kind of game Yeah, sorry, Jay. We all hey, still in on that one. We piled on. I am. I am happy. I am happy to. I'm happy that my my pick blossomed into that discussion. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, you're happy, and I am bashful. About my next pick, yes. uh, because I'm not, oh, sorry. That was just a horrible segue. No, no, uh, no. no. We're here for it. We're Never apologize for, it. for that. But I'm going to commit to it uh, and talk about uh, now. Th- this is kind of meta because uh, this is a video game based on a movie that is all about video games, uh, and I'm talking about Wreck It Ralph and the arcade cabinet yes. for Fix It Felix Jr. Oh, that they released. Yeah. Got it in my living room. In tandem yeah. with the, that's right, you do, don't you? Um, Wait, do you have a full cabinet? Full cabinet? I have, a, yes. well, I, I, not, not the Fix It Felix. I have a cabinet that that's has right, it yeah. on there. Okay. Um, okay. It's called, like, it's this Legends Ultimate yeah, arcade Legends cabinet Ultimate. that has like a, a crap ton of games and Fix It Felix Jr. is one of them. That's awesome. When I was working at uh, the Eagle, they had brought the cabinet in when Wreck-It Ralph came out they had brought the cabinet to a bunch of different radio stations in town. And so that thing lived in our break room for probably a month. And I, I held the, the top like 10 scores on the scoreboard. Every time I got a break, I would go play that thing and like nobody else nobody could else. touch it. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's a it's a fun game and it's it's right up my, my alley. Uh, and especially this podcast, we're called the 16-Bit Gladiators because uh, we have a bit of a retro bent. Uh, of course, we're all in our, our oh, 40s yeah. uh, with our guests excluded, of course. 
but uh, yeah, man, just it, barely. Yeah, but I, I love that uh, you know the, the the style and the design of the cabinet like mimics those old arcade games from the eighties. Of course, it's mm-hmm. F- Fix It Felix Junior didn't exist uh, in the real world, but in the world of Wreck It Ralph, it's right up there with Pac Man and Cubert and all of the other classics. Uh, yeah. And they really went out of their way to not only style the game of, after that, but uh, the, the hardware itself. Uh, so I, I appreciate yeah. it on its own package. If you ever uh, kind of see it in the wild uh, every every year, at least until COVID, uh, there's a video game expo that comes to Dallas, um, and they'll they'll mm. just kind of bring in arcade ins. You can play uh, a couple dozen arcade games and uh, fix it. Felix Jr. is always one that I will gravitate towards. I love that movie. Uh, I love those characters, and uh, I love that game to boot. It's kind of like they took the concept of Rampage and yeah. Donkey Kong there you and go. married those two mm-hmm. games together. That's that's a, an apt description, Jay, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It actually, has there been a Wreck-It Ralph video game? I'm sure there has. I think he's been in a bunch of stuff. Like and the big maybe thing there's Disney's... a... Is there Penelope Racing something? Is there Candy Rush Racing? I, I, wish. I Maybe I'm making it up, but I feel uh, like there's there should iOS. be. That would like be the iOS perfect car yeah. racer. Yeah. Yes. Well, speaking of kart racers, real quick, there was one <laughs> called uh, Walt Disney World Quest Magical Racing Tour, where all of the characters were original characters except for Chip, Dale, and Jiminy Cricket. Because when you play a Disney game, you want to play as Chip, Dale, or Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Indeed. It's the stupidest. Wait, thing when I've did ever this? Heard of. When did this come out? Uh, probably PS One or PS Two era. Oh, okay. So pre Cars, before Cars came out. Yes, yes, yes. There's a lot okay. of Cars racing games, but okay. this was like basically a kart racer, and but the characters were people they just made up, and like the, the idea was like you can race around Space Mountain. It's like no, I want to be somebody. I don't want to just be <laughs> Jiminy Cricket, who you had to unlock. <laughs> oh, he was an unlockable character too. Yes, oh, that's ridiculous. Great. I I have a question real quick, just to kind of like. Sure. This isn't specifically a Disney game, but has anyone here other than me been to... Uh, it's gone now, but they used to have a thing in Orlando called Disney Quest. I've been there. You've been to Disney mm-hmm. Quest? You guys think... remember Disney Quest? No, what's Disney Quest? <laughs> it was like this small... It was like Dave and Buster's, but they were all Disney-themed. Uh... So it had all these Disney-like big games like it, it had like one. two floors right it was, it was like a, yeah, two was levels it was a pretty big building you could do aladdin's magic carpet vr ride oh. uh you could do this other game that was a pirates of the caribbean game where you're, you're like five of you in the ship and it's like all these screens all around you and there's other people in other pods and you have <laughs> this is boy this is not gonna be good for radio but it's gonna be even worse basically you have a string on a cannon you hold the cannon and you go <laughs> pull the string as much as you can. Well, that was ill-conceived. And sh- yeah, and it shoots cannons at the other. You you have someone is running is ro- uh, like steering the ship, and you're going around shooting the other, like Jolly Rogers. I think this was even po- potentially so, I, or Jolly Rogers or Black Pearls or whatever. Mm. Um, I forgot what some <laughs> of the other games were, but the but there was like a whole floor next to the best game, which which was a it was basically bumper cars, but it was Buzz Lightyear's bumper cars, but you had a cannon that shot dodgeballs yeah nice yeah. go around and scoop up these dodgeballs and mm-hmm. you fire them and if you hit the other the other team they would start they would spin out yeah so like ah, it was so much fun but all on that floor was just all these really old video games it's before wreck it ralph i'm sure if, if it had kept if it had lasted for a while fix it felix would have been there but it was just and they were free like some uh, of the other stuff you had to like buy points and like spend it like dave yes. and busters but these were all free all day long 
And it, when I went, it was packed everywhere else, but those were empty. Mm-hmm. And it might have been because I was a little too old to be there, but it was definitely <laughs> like I was on like the Defender. I was like, I never played any of these super like these games that were like, you know, like like it was just right in that era before I was like old enough to be in an arcade. Like my era mm-hmm. of arcade is like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles beat em ups and yep. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So this was mm-hmm. like Defender and like Asteroid and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I'm going to check these out because they're free, you know, like. It was it was it was just really cool. Uh, but they don't have it anymore. I, I think no, they're closed. Well, I was at the one in Orlando, but I think there were multiple ones, right? Mm. There was one in Chicago, or there was going to be one in Chicago when Chicago had that area that was like ESPN Zone. Yeah, and uh, like I don't know all if it ever things. opened or think, not in Chicago. Weren't they gonna have like a WrestleMania restaurant there? That's a horrible idea, by the way. A restaurant <laughs> based on yeah, WWE. there's like WWE restaurant. Oh man. Uh, but it was it was like I think they were gonna have one there, and then they all just didn't work. Because uh. like, no offense, when you go to Disney, like especially Disney Orlando, you plot out like I have four days I'm going to the park. You don't go, and then on the fifth day I'm gonna go to a, 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 yeah. a, a IP based Dave and Buster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and they still had the last time I went, they still had the ESPN experience, but they were they were reworking that whole area. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I was there right after the Quest thing went away. Oh, that sounds like right up my alley, though. I wish they still had that. I think it would have done better in some place like Chicago than it didn't than it would in Orlando, like some place mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of reaching middle America. Like, hey, we, if you I want to go to Disney, Disney World, World. Got, yeah, yeah, we, we got Disney World at home. Mm-hmm. Disney comes to you. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyway, nice. Uh, well, that's give me something else on my bucket list to add. All right, where do we leave off? Uh, I think we did J. Joe. I think we're okay. Up. We're you're up next, um, buddy. All right, so I'm uh, I'm going to uh, to talk about a game that <clears throat> you, I know you said. No Marvel, no Star Wars. I did. Um, Banned. But I can't help it if the title of the game is Disney Infinity. Ah, uh, there you go. Which which I, uh, I I sunk kind of a small fortune into. Oh, I bet. Um, oh, oh, boy. Oh, here, oh, here, here we, we go. go. Joe is panning his camera go. over. Oh, yeah. He's got a little lineup there. That's, that's just a few of them. I've got a whole box. Well, hold on. Before you pull away, I see... Uh, I see Groot's. Cool. I see Wreck and Ralph. Uh, who do we got there? Some Captain America back there. Captain America with the shield. Captain America, Wreck and Ralph, yeah. Elsa. Mm, There's Elsa, mm-hmm. Groot. This is a, a D23 exclusive uh, Mickey Mouse. The Fantasia uh, Mickey. And of course, the Lone Ranger. Is he a Disney property? Hey, look, don't, don't, I don't want, yeah, that, that Lone Ranger <laughs> just, movie was Disney. I guess I just, so. Sorry. I love the Lone Ranger. I wrote a, a melodrama based on the Lone Ranger, uh, but this is from childhood. Like, I've always been a Lone Ranger fan. I have a, mm-hmm. um, a, a picture signed by the original Lone Ranger from the TV show uh, when I got to meet him when I was a kid. Wow. Uh, so the Lone Ranger's always been kind of a, a fun thing for me. I, I, I like him a lot. Uh, and so I am an apologist for the film, but no, Disney Infinity, uh, it's one of those, you know, lose your wallet at the store buying these these toys that you can then like scan into the game and uh basically i did this whole thing like bought all these different characters there's still like a handful i don't have and probably never will but um but like if you you basically scanned all of the original run like the first wave and you unlock a lightsaber like your character whoever you are could wield a lightsaber while you're running around oh, these levels. Mickey, oh, Mickey nice. can have a lightsaber? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So I like Elsa with a lightsaber. Exactly. Oh, it's, that fits. It's, it's a fun deal. And honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to my daughter getting a little bit older so she can oh, play dude. a little bit of it with me. I, uh, that's why I haven't gotten rid of these things yet. Oh, hold on to them. Yeah, I uh, was first uh, exposed to this uh, when I went to visit my niece and nephew uh, a few years ago. Uh, and uh, that was the game they were heavy into, and uh, I, it wasn't until I, I saw it kind of in action that I got the appeal of it. 
Uh, and you're right. The uh, the business model behind that is just diabolical. Like you gotta yes. play the game. Oh, yeah. for yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand why it didn't work better. I think it had something to do with the software more than like they just kept having to like update the game, and then it was like Disney Infinity One, Disney Infinity. You had to yep. like get a new game each a time. New version. Yeah, of they, each they, time, they had yeah. released Disney Infinity Two, which was when after they had gotten the rights to like because the first Disney Infinity had like Pirates of the Caribbean and Cars and like I think. Um, I think Lone Ranger was part of the first run, but like everything was strictly Disney. It wasn't until two where they were able to add the Marvel and Star Wars characters. But well, I, I just don't, I don't understand why this and the model. I mean, I, I as someone in the industry, I feel like I should be the one to answer this question. But like Skylanders, like I don't think Skylanders does it anymore. There was Lego did it for a short bit. I bought into that because I was like, oh, I want to play Doctor Who. I did the like, same thing. Yeah. yeah, and then like there was a few of them that were like, it was crazy for. A few years and then yep. I think Disney hit on the, the, the back end. Disney and Lego hit on the back end because at yes. that point Skylanders had been out for like a good two or three years. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh yep. and and I think once you've gotten a, a market that's gotten into the collecting, and even Nintendo still does it with the amiibos. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. yeah, yeah. But at least they're not completely tied into just one game. But I think that there was just kind of a fatigue already in the market that had set in. By the time Disney had hit the end of their cycle for the first game, it was just with the second one, people were already checking out. Yeah. yeah. I I love those little the figurines yes. like, on their own outside of the game. Like I, I like the art They're style gorgeous. where they try and kind of like make everyone kind of meet in the middle for an art yeah. style that but it seems it yeah. still seems to work. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. they're solid little figures. Like, I think they'd be great to like set up on a desk if they exactly. were. Yes. Like yeah. if I could, if I could buy cheap versions where they've pulled out the, the like if I could the just NFC buy, chip thing. Yeah, like yeah. I don't need that. I just want them like I want to put Wreck It Ralph up on a on a shelf somewhere. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's funny that you say that. I mean, you're not going to find a cheap version. But once Disney Infinity went away, uh, some of the uh, some of the Imagineers uh, designed a toy line that you could find at like the Disney store. And it's mm. these figures with more articulation, but they're still designed Ooh. the same way. I remember talking to a cast member at the store and I was like, these look just like the Disney infinity figures. She's like, you got a good eye. It's actually designed by the same people. It's meant to be like the figures from Disney infinity, but with more articulation. So people can kind of actually play with them more I than, liked- uh, than just be display pieces. I like Joe's humble brag of being complimented by the Disney store. (laughs) Did it impress you? You have a good eye and a a nice figure. Uh, (laughs) I was like, well, thank you very much. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, (laughs) pal. Um, All right. No, yes. Couldn't do this episode without talking about that. Uh, The the juggernaut that is Infinity. Um, Yeah. Big fan of that one. All right. Uh, I think we are back to our guests then. Uh, Tara, I think I'm going to hand it back to you first yes and i think do you want to go through your list did you have just <laughs> i think i, I think we only did two we figured we, we yeah. have some more the well, only... there was one more i played on playstation but i don't remember a lot about it was a bug's life did anybody ever play that one no no i don't remember it being as good as hercules but it's essentially again you like follow the beats of the movie and i think there was something with seeds where you could like plant and like things would grow and you'd climb on it but that one I don't I don't remember quite as much but I did have it uh, but I know Ryan has this list that you... Well, I had a couple other weird ones. I was ones. just curious yeah, if you want to mention some of your weird ones in here. Does anybody remember Toontown Online? No, no I do not. No. no. It was like an... It was an MMO... So it was basically like with Roger... It was Roger Rabbit and then like Mickey and all of them and you would... 
you make a tune that was like a dog or a rabbit or like all these different animals and all these different colors and like a hey, Hawaiian shirt. Or this. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but and I'm not, but I'm going to interrupt you anyway. Um, <laughs> so no, no, no. You just you got the the wheels turning in my head. There was a Roger Rabbit yeah. NES game. Yes, there was. Was that was that oh Disney? God, was I that a Disney game? I forgot about that. Think, yeah, we'll oh. count it. I mean, Roger Rabbit's in there. Come on. Yeah. 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 I'm just curious if that, that was a Disney made game or if that was another company. Let's check that out. I mean, they had to license yeah. it out. But I, I remember that game, Joe. Did any of the other. Um, um, I don't Disney know if or... any of the actual. I don't know if the Disney or uh, Warner Brothers characters showed up in it. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, I don't think so. Yes. It was. Uh, Kemco developed it. Oh, okay. It was just yeah. the Weasels, and you were like this. Like yeah. vaguely not Bob Hoskins looking guy, <laughs> yes. and you're driving around town, and you had to like find clues. Like I, <laughs> I played the heck out of that game. I just, I think I got to the end and never beat it because at the end you had to like climb up this thing and like shoot Judge Doom on a. Thing. I'm like, this is all like vaguely coming back. <laughs> that's to that's me. nuts. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. I no, just, I, I was wondering if so that was funny. a Disney game. I, I, Listen, I, when you said that, uh, I had the same thought too. I'm looking at pictures of it now. Yeah, uh, Bob Hoskins looks like a Leisure Shoot Larry in this version. Yeah, so. I'm looking yeah. not the best as well. Yeah, likeness, but uh, I do remember the game. But yeah, I can only imagine what like a licensing nightmare. That would have been. That would be. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Any yeah. other characters? The, the reason I bring up this Toontown Online game is because, again, I vaguely remember when it came out, and like I think it was a free to play game. It launched in two thousand one, and it went all the way to twenty thirteen. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, wow! Wow! Like, and that's a pretty long shelf life for yeah. an MMO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it? Was it on a very a specific? It was, it was, it was, it was for PC, PC, yeah. PC, yeah. It was like yeah. World of Warcraft and that it, stuff. It, where it's, but like, I just I watched some videos from it today, and it was like you're fighting against like these these like weird corporate guys who are like like that's the opposite of cartoons and fun. Oh is my like, God. yeah, and it's like all these. I just was I, I that was one that I was shocked at. One I want to talk about real quick. If if anybody has this one, although I doubt it. Just cut me off and we'll talk about it. But just one I never really played but looms large in my head was the Pirates of the Caribbean game that was produced by Bethesda. Oh, really? <laughs> no. I, Is that the, the At World's End one? I it was I think it, was, it wasn't the first one. Or it might have been the might have been Curse of the Black Pearl. Whatever oh it was, God. I was just when I came in, it was the poster was featured heavily in the Bethesda cafeteria for some reason. <laughs> and I just was like, oh did my you God. Guys, I remember sitting down with people and like did any of you guys work on this? And they're like, no, there's the Bethesda production group, which is like, they produce games, but the game studio doesn't actually make them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, explain the whole thing to me. But it was just, that's all I have to say about it is just every day I sat down for lunch and got to stare at Johnny Depp staring down at me and be like, oh hey, like it was just you lucky devil. You. That it, was, it was just like, when you work at a game company, there's like this thing where they just grab as much merch and they put it in like, like in, in Bethesda, was the cafeteria or the front room. The and front stuff like. walkway as and you eventually, walk inside, yeah. No, I was just about to say, that's how Gearbox is too. Gearbox has that yeah, stuff yeah. all in their, their their cafeteria. Exactly, and it's all like, look at all this cool stuff. And like we had stuff like that at Bethesda. Eventually, I think they had better properties by the time I left and cooler stuff than just like Pirates of the yeah. Caribbean. Well, and eventually too, they do concept art and stuff because you had to sign yeah. an NDA to even step foot in the building. So Listen. then they'd, they'd showcase concept art, which was fun if you were... In there, I I will say this <laughs> has nothing visiting. to do with Disney, and we'll move on after this. But we had a bunch of like big statues and stuff for games to do. Like we had the big Panzer dog thing from Wolfenstein, and like a, nice. a Vault Boy. One time and we had a had moving, the, the moving Mr. Um, Handy. Yeah, Mr. Handy. It's like things they built for E3 yeah. and they brought in. So he would just stand there. That's and, like, awesome. It was we had to turn off. 
it was funny because it was like it was he was like, when you walk by, sir. like he was talking, was like, <laughs> Halloween, and then it was like the la- like the woman who sat there. It was like whir. it was like imagine sitting on like the like carousel of progress, like all the clicking and whirring. Oh like, she no! Was just, like, so loud. This is but we had this one thing that was from uh, oh, the Evil Within, and it, it was, was if any of you guys have played the Evil Within, yes. There's a dude who's like a butcher. Mm-hmm. And he's got a safe, like a like a with like a barbed wire with barbed mm-hmm. wire around it for a head. And the thing about everything else there is they all look fake. But the dude with the safe with the barbed wire for a head looked like it could have just like you could have easily swapped me out with it, and then just oh like God. I could have been like blah, you know. So <laughs> I would be there late at night, like crunching, and I'm like walking by it. And then, like, I swear to God, the guy must have thought I was, like, stealing something, like, running to my car. <laughs> and I would just be like, I'm like, any minute it's going to move, any minute it's going to move. And I just, like, like you know. That and the same with the, when they had the screens. They, and they would video. show gameplay, and they would show that game. Trailers. And, and like, just... late at night, you'd be like, I had to call you because I just saw this trailer, and now I'm in the dark. And I come off the elevator, and the elevator door would open to be this woman with, like, 20 arms, like, crawling out of, like, a vat of blood and i'm no. like Mm-mm. cool yeah. i now have to go through a dark parking lot yeah. awesome great that's so funny to me that like the, one of the game designers is still like scared of the stuff that's in the game like someone yeah. who should oh. know who's seen behind the curtain is still oh, scared of exactly yeah. why we would do big company things and we would show that game i would go i have to leave and i would get up and i'd walk out <laughs> or you'd look down like when it would be the christmas party where they'd like showcase it yeah i looked at my lap and out, go, he no. just like wouldn't look no. up the screen. No. <laughs> i have a very vivid imagination so scary stuff like especially jump scares like get to me really yeah easily. That's so funny. So Ryan brings up Pirates of the Caribbean. I've never played that game, but I did play the Lego one. Yes, that's on my mm-hmm. list as well. That's all. There you go. Well, I mean, we, I feel like uh, every other episode on this podcast, we talk about a Lego game. Uh, we certainly did it last week with Marvel. We did it with Star Wars. Uh, yeah, when you played one Lego game, you pretty much played them all. Uh, but uh, yeah, I remember having, having some fun with that one. It but, wasn't bad. It was definitely a middle of the road as yeah. far as the Lego titles go. Agreed. Did anybody play the Incredibles one? No, Ooh, have not. There's a Lego yeah. Incredibles. Yeah, it's pretty oh. new. And okay, I gotta check that out. All right. I feel like this is how it's gonna be. Is like, you guys play this one? No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I feel like that's what we're getting with some of these at this point in the Disney stuff. Is it's yeah. like a lot of like, oh, it's fun. Okay, great. Well, like, uh, it's too groundbreaking at this point. No, I, I think we've we've all done a couple of rounds. Uh, that, that the one that you just mentioned, Joe, was the last one on my list. Uh, so I think uh, we'll go one more time around the horn uh, for those who still have games that they want to talk about, and then we'll throw in some honorable mentions, and we'll wrap this up. Uh, Jay, I think. Wait, I, let's see. I did Tara. Uh, well, you guys kind of did a combo, right? Yeah, you we were, right? were yeah. a team okay. there. Yeah, your team. Uh, so when Joe kind of tacked on there, right? But you've got more. Uh, mm-hmm. So I will go to Jay. Jay, uh, what's, what's your, the last game on your list? Well, I guess the last game, you know, I skipped the last round, but uh, it was Tron, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I know we had talked about it before on uh, on an earlier episode, but... Uh, yeah, games based on movies. Yes, yes. And... Uh, I, you know, I had played it in the arcade and I really only remembered the light cycle portion of the arcade uh, version. And then I remember Joe getting it on Xbox Live Arcade and we played through it and there was all these other levels and it was just, it kind of blew my mind that there was several different versions or not versions, but several different games within it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, little mini games and stuff. The tanks, yeah, the tanks, yeah. the cone, the tanks spiders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
so yeah that's that's it that's that's my last one right there you go okay did i skip you that's a good one man no 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 i i had just yeah i I had skipped the uh because we had just talked about tron 2.0 so i was like i'll skip that one oh that's right yeah yeah too much tron in our disney tron was great no there's no such thing as too much tron Mm -hmm. tron was great that that original arcade game it was Mm -hmm. so good because they weren't really like with it they weren't trying to tie it into the movie they were just making some solid like arcade 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 game yeah yeah oh the good old days yeah. Uh, all right. Well, then, uh, Joe, I, I will kick it back over to you then. Okay. Um, what I'm going to... It's not really a game that you can play on PC or a game that you can play on console. And I know I've talked with, I think, everybody on the podcast. I've talked to in some way, shape, or form about this. But there used to be a game at the Magic Kingdom that when you walked in, you go to the firehouse... And they're like, you know, wizards wanted looking for heroes. And you would go to the firehouse and they would give you a pack of cards to play a game called uh, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Oh. I've got my, my visual Oh my God, aids. you've got them all packed. Wow. I got them. I'm so Joe, jealous. Somebody, it's no from, longer somebody available. I know from the podcast sent me the, their deck. So I oh, have really? If you oh, ever want to play God. on Zoom. We can play, dude. Look, they've got. They've got like the home version. There's like a home version. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't exist in the park anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. they took it out. They took it out yeah. just a couple of months ago, uh, which, which is so heartbreaking. Yeah. Because I'm going in like two weeks. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yes. Let me yes. tell you about like how cool it was to walk up. I don't know if you guys, if anybody else has played this, but you would go in and they're like, okay, now look for the crest. Look for the sorcerer crest on the ground and you'll find a keyhole nearby. Show this card to your keyhole. I think before they closed it, they started tying it into your magic band. But uh, but for this thing, it was like put your card up against the keyhole that acknowledges like who you are, and then the adventure will start. So like you're walking up and you're you know there's that when you first go into the Disney World, like just the Magic Kingdom, there's all these little storefronts, the shops, the main alleyway or the main street rather, and so right there, there's like this first store and there's a window. You're looking in, seeing people shop, but there's a crest and there's a keyhole. And you put the thing up and then suddenly like, like, like magic, like digital magic, like this, like window suddenly Disney turns magic. into, turns into wizard, like Merlin, the wizard pops up and he's like, hello, adventurer. So I, know, I hear you're <laughs> going to help us fight the forces of evil, trying to take over the park. And like, he sends you on like, what's basically a glorified scavenger hunt oh, I love across, those. across so the park. Me it too. was so awesome. Like me- meanwhile, my sister and her boyfriend are walking around the park, going on all the rides, doing all the things. And they're catching back up with me like every hour or so. And they're like, Hey, we're going to go do this. Do you want to come? I'm like, I'm good. And I'm just like <laughs> scavenger hunting all over the park. I'm like, look, we got another day of this. And I know what I want to do and when I want to do it. But right now, I want to do this thing. I stayed in the park for hours. Like, I think six, seven hours I played this game and finally, like, finished all three levels. And uh, wow. and just had such a great time. And, like, learning if you hold up more than one card, you could do combinations of spells with your characters. And, and and there was that, that cool endorphin hit that you would get um, that, like, when someone would be walking down, like not knowing what you were doing, just some random people in the park enjoying themselves. And then you come walk up and you hold up your key card and like this wanted poster in, you know, Frontierland, this wanted poster suddenly turns into Merlin talking to you and just in the corner of your eye, catching people's reactions going, whoa, <laughs> what the what the hell is that? Like, and then feeling, telling them you got to go all the way back yes, to yes. Main Street. <laughs> well, what's fun is that there there was a point in in Frontierland too where you could like check in there too. Um, mm, okay. 
as if that matters. You know what, Ryan, you made a funny joke and I completely. (laughs) (laughs) I have been on the other side of this exchange (laughs) so many times. I went total autism on you. (laughs) I love that idea too, because for people who frequent the parks, right. And know the parks so well, it adds like a whole new element. And then also for those who don't go to the parks often, it, like you said, the Disney magic of it all. There's something really cool about that. I'm bummed. Do, do you know why they, did they give a reason for why? they stopped doing it you know what i i still haven't seen what the reason was i i don't think it was a participation issue because Bob man, i was i know right i'm a part of like two or three different facebook groups that were dedicated just to this game and like <laughs> the activity was through the roof like people were constantly like hey i'm at the i'm at the magic kingdom today and i'm hiding cards in tortuga like people would just be hiding awesome. cards for other people to find and oh, i'm like that's, that's awesome. really that cool. Is cool yeah the season pass users. i would guess it's probably because of covid and you know uh, when they had to when they had to kind of shut down things or severely limit Limit any kind of access into the park. Mm-hmm. I would bet that that's why, yeah. why they did it. And I would yeah. hope, you know, now that things are starting to open back up yeah. like that, that they're that they're going to bring it back. They'll, they'll open the ripped, Disney vault. They, they ripped up. They've people have taken pictures. They, they've ripped up all of the crests that are on the ground. Aww. There's like one or two places where you'll still see like keyholes, uh, but no crests near them anymore. So Damn. I think I think that's... they're just I think they're just taking it out because they're developing something new with the same technology, but just something new. Yeah. Well, look forward to that. Now sounds really be cool. The Guardians of the Galaxy. I know, right? Yeah, there you yeah. go. They're going to marvelize it. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds really fun, Joe, uh, but uh, I don't think that qualifies as a video game, so I'm, I'm sorry you're disqualified. We're going to have to cut this you know part what? out that's, of the podcast. That's fair. That's so, fair. I'll t- I yeah. take that. Hope you your lesson. You know, I'm going to stretch that, though, because it's holograms, <laughs> and holograms are video, a and video it is a game. If I had game. a big book of those cards, I would use every opportunity to like pull them out and be like, oh, <laughs> and look talk at about these. them. Right. Check out my look spell at this card. <laughs> Isn't it neat? <laughs> would, you would you think, think? my collection? <laughs> and it is. It is a home version of the game, too. What'd you say, Jay? Yeah, there's there's actually like a home version of the game because I kind of need to see how I can get that now. Yeah, well, it's like Magic. It looks like Magic the Gathering. It does. The home version you could only buy at like the stores, and they might still have them when you go. I will look when I get there. Yes, I will definitely look. All right. And I will probably buy all the cards. <laughs> well, you can't. The thing is, you, you only get starter packs. The only way you can actually get all of the cards, because, I mean, there's eBay. You can, you can buy it. Yeah, you can eBay it. But you could buy, when you buy the home version, you get a, a bunch of cards, and some of them are random. But the best way is like to keep going to the firehouse. Like every day, you only get one pack a day, but you go to the firehouse, and they would give you a pack. Uh, on special, special occasions like Christmas or Halloween, they would have a special card they would make for that holiday. Uh, and so that's kind of how you got new ones. But the way you did it was like when you saw other people playing, you'd walk up and be like, hey, do you want to trade? Like they were really trying to encourage uh, yeah. the social aspect of the park and like yeah. trading, which was it's cool. But at the same time, when like an eight year old kid approaches me, <laughs> who was like at the at the time when I went, I was like 37 and like 37, <laughs> this, this kid in, in a row and this kid. <laughs> This kid approaches me and he's like, hey, you want to trade? And like his parents are there. They're But he's still kind of awkward. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah. like, look, I don't want to rip this kid off. He's, right. he's an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> so he's like, you want to trade? And I know in my head he's showing me like some 
bitch ass like you know common donald duck card and i'm like oh man i'm like and i just go okay yeah well what do you want for it and he's trying to get my like my rare holiday 2018 like tiana and i'm like no you can't but i'm like okay go ahead take it so <laughs> oh. enjoying this mental image of like joe in an argument <laughs> I know. with a kid like and you, this and kid's got like a through. churro in his hand and you know the crying, kid. And you're like what do you think you dummy Give me the churro too. Your card yeah, sucks. You know the kids, I'm so they're like, it. I'm all innocent. I'm going to play like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you walk by their parents, you're like, your kid's an idiot. <laughs> parents send him over, like, hey, just that, play dumb. So, so that brings up something. Um, mm. So, because there's an Aerosmith ride at Hollywood Studios, no. at the Disney Park, does Aerosmith <laughs> Revolution X count no, as a no. Disney? Park? No, it does not. <laughs> Uh, and you can tell yeah. we're near the end of the episode when uh, we start talking about not video games that do have to do with <laughs> Disney. So uh, I think it's time to start wrapping things up. But before we go, any uh, honorable mentions, games we want to rapid fire throw out there, I'll get the ball started because uh, a few of those Disney afternoon games that got left off our list, um, uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, which I love because it was co-op, a little two-player simultaneous, mm-hmm. uh, Darkwing Duck, and uh, The Little Mermaid was actually a really fun Capcom NES Little game. Little Mermaid was a good one. All it right. was a really good one. I'm going to throw it over to Taryn Ryan. What do you have on your honorable mentions list? Do you have anything on your list? I just want to talk about another stupid game. <laughs> um, this one was called Mickey Speedway USA, in which you could unlock Louie and Dewey, but not Huey. What? I will say the Little Mermaid one, I feel like I watched someone play it. I don't know that I ever played it. Yeah, you swim was, around, you yeah, pick up I shells. It looking like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. All right. I don't. I, I feel like we've exhausted all the ones I've played. Mickey yeah. Mouse Capades was the one that I remember the most God, that, that I didn't want to talk shit. about because mm. I remember being into it, but also I remember being <sighs> stupid. So like, I I went back and watched a video about it, and it was like, here's all the things that were cool about Ducktales. <laughs> we're just gonna do a very bad version of it, like. The whole like let's have Minnie kind of follow you around like for no reason I can remember, I and I was watching a video and it was like the bad guys were like a snake and like no other IP <laughs> like a pirate it was so ridiculous. Uh, all right, Jay, any honorable mentions for you? Uh, well, I guess I could go, and I guess these are technically we said we couldn't do these because these are uh, Lucas Arts. I think they're mm-hmm. Maniac Mansion and uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Back from the end. <laughs> oh my god! I like yeah, that so Joel like throwing down the red card on. Shut it down. Yeah, no. Just shut it down. <laughs> shut it all down. You don't get to talk about that. <laughs> no, I mean you're right. Technically, they are now, but uh, we'll do our own Lucas Arts uh, episode on an upcoming uh, podcast here. I mean, we've talked about Kingdom Hearts, but just recently re- they released a rhythm game mm. uh, on on the Switch, which is kind of nice what? because if anybody, if you know anything about Kingdom Hearts, you know that the music is just awesome. It's, so this game is like the Rocky Four of Kingdom Hearts games, where it's just like <laughs> very oh, little on the story, but language. a lot of dude. Let me tell you, man, Tara and I are going to have to do a whole podcast just about Rocky Four. Oh my gosh, how, I am here for it. It is. So the, I am here for it's, it. It's the greatest worst movie it's, in the world. Like, That's it's the so first bad, but Rocky it's movie spectacularly I saw. Yeah, I showed that one to Ryan. I, I had oh, never no. seen a Rocky movie. She's like, we have to watch oh, four. And I'm God. like, I feel like I should have been led to this. Oh, it's like, there's, there's seriously, we watched the rest of them. He there is a point halfway through Rocky four where you could just feel Sylvester Stallone just getting bored with editing the movie. And he was just like, uh, just make it a music video. for like, a, <laughs> yeah, just do another montage. They like that. It's like MTV. 
Um, isn't that the one no, with the robot? Isn't there a robot in there? Yes. Like a dude, robot yeah. butler? And that's what I'm talking about. Rocky <laughs> Four is the greatest 80s movie ever made because it seriously combines everything you love about 80s stuff and puts it in one movie about a boxer from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the villain is Russia. The villain is <laughs> oh Ru- God, all of yes. Russia, well, not we just all the Russian. That all Russia, of Russia. Is, is, is the friend at the end. Because but they can if, change. If we can get along. We can if we change. can change. But you could change. We all quick, could change. Real quick, mm-hmm. Polly's fucking that robot, correct? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like, like she talks like to everywhere. him. Like everywhere. Old, he, he, like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> they are, they, that is a sexual relationship. <laughs> that's that's the cut yeah. of the movie that I want to yeah. see, though. Like, while the kids are watching Rocky fight, you know, like, there's the robot is, like, Polly, cheating on Polly. No. Well, no. <laughs> She's yeah. seducing Polly's in Russia. <laughs> Polly's in Russia, so she's right, cheating right, right. on him. Um, no, but... But Kingdom Hearts, I think it's, I can't remember, it's like Merry Melodies or something of Melody. Um, it, Kingdom Hearts started getting like like the Castlevania franchise where everything mm. was like this weird musical like subtitle. Mm. But like, it's a really decent rhythm game that kind of gives you the complete story of what's going on with Kingdom Hearts uh, from one all the way through three. Uh, again, great music. Like, and that's the key. If you're going to have a rhythm game, you've got to have some great mm-hmm. music to listen to. And it's it's got some fun mechanics to it. So, yeah, I mean, we talked about Kingdom Hearts. This is Kingdom Hearts, but it's a different kind. Melody of Memory. Melody of Memories. Mm. I, I need to check that out because I, I love, you know, the theater rhythm games. And I know that this is, it's a little different because it's more of a, more of a runner style, I guess you mm-hmm. said it was. Yeah. Than, than, the, than the theater rhythm, but... I do remember loving the the music in Kingdom Hearts as well. Sure. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else on your uh, honorable mentions, Joe? No. 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 All right. Well, uh, thankfully, we've come to the end of our <laughs> Disney episode. No, this was fantastic. I've been looking forward to this one for a long time. Uh, and Ryan and Tara, thank you for uh, suggesting. Oh, wait. Oh. Uh oh. No. No. Too late. <laughs> I just remember. Oh, is this I another non video no, game, is, Joe? No, this is this is for real. This is the first Disney game I ever played. Fantasia on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. I can't Uh-oh. believe I forgot about that. But the that whole thing. Go? It was like you were Mickey and the whole thing was about like the this brooms coming to life and you had yeah. to stop the brooms uh, from flooding the level. Oh, I like that. That actually, that kind of lends itself to uh, to an, a nice simple video game, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though it was on the Atari 2600. All right, well, <laughs> we've done it. We uh, we spanned the ages then from all the way back to Atari to uh, to the latest and greatest Kingdom Hearts 3 that none of us have played. Uh, so that was been <laughs> that was our uh, Disney episode where we explored Disney video games uh, with our special guest once again, Taryn Ryan from Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Uh, love that podcast. If you love Disney movies, you love uh, listening to them chat. Uh, it's it's a great show um, and uh, much cleaner than ours. And, it's uh, really good. Yeah, very family friendly. Yes. Good fucking uh, job, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Um, before I start wrapping up, uh, I want to leave it to you guys. To anything else you want to plug besides your podcast? I'll plug uh, my book since that's coming up on an mm. anniversary, and that's very different than anything that you guys probably talk about. I'm a music therapist uh, by trade. And I work with older adults, uh, primarily dementia and Alzheimer's. Oh. And I have a book that you can find on Amazon that I co-wrote with two other music therapists, Music, Memory, and Meaning. And it's about how you as a caregiver or someone, if you're a loved one of someone who is living with dementia, how you can use music meaningfully with them. Oh, so, you know, not all awesome. of us are music therapists. That is awesome. So, yeah, so it's a way, um, you know, we 
talk about what music therapy is, talk about, you know, kind of tips on what to do and how to how you find out preferences if somebody is no longer able to express their preferences. So, you know, we go into that. And then the second part of the book is a bunch of playlists. So it's like these oh. are the top hits of the 50s that we have found as therapists are very successful. That's so awesome. So we do that by genre. That is, yeah. And then the third part of the book is specific, like, listen to love me tender and here's what you can do like put on the song you can dance to it you know we give different prompts and then give some discussion prompts so starting with yes or no questions and then if your loved one is able to communicate more than yes or no then you can expand from there so we've got like a hundred of those so all of those songs are from the lists in part two so oh my god that's awesome yeah we finally have someone on this podcast that does actual important work yes (laughs) yeah we're coming up on yeah it's the fourth year so it's the fourth anniversary of the book we're coming up on it in a couple weeks so i'm doing kind of some social media for it but we've got a facebook page i just started an instagram so we're kind of putting it out there into the world again so uh yeah i'll take any opportunity to chat about it awesome you can find it on amazon i assume yes yeah amazon music memory and meaning and it'll pop right up beautiful awesome ryan what are you doing with your life i mean yeah. uh speaking of 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 meaningful work i have programming a hentai video games and, uh, I, we, I also have a fraser uh, fraser podcast that mm-hmm. my co-host laurel would be uh, upset if i didn't plug it's the crane it's craniacs c-r-a-n-e-i-a-c-s mm-hmm. check us out we're inching ever closer to our 100th episode so Ooh. if if Disney stuff isn't your isn't your bag. Check out. Uh, a, I don't know why those are the only two options yes. for things you might enjoy: Frasier either Frasier or Disney. Or Disney. <laughs> hey, That's does it, it crossover? Is there ever a crossover? Does Kelsey Grammer do a hmm. voice in a Disney film? He was in. There was one we did for our Halloween episode that was called "The Runaway Brain." Oh yeah, that's and he right. was and he was it's it's uh, if you should check it out. It's on YouTube. It's a, short, it's a very yeah, it's weird not short thing about very uh, long. It's, well, actually, it starts off and uh, oh, he did he Toy is, Story too. Oh, he did Toy Story 2. Yeah. So is that. But this is, so he's a doctor who switches Mickey's brain with Pete's. And at the beginning, Mickey is playing a fighting game as where you're either oh, dopey or the right. evil queen. Oh, my yeah. God. Which, yeah. When Minnie comes in and like berates him for not like. He forgets their anniversary, their anniversary or something. And so he's like, it's, it's like odd. this whole thing. It's short, but it's worth a watch. It's weird and fun. That's cool. That's very cool. But Kelsey Grammer's in that. Hey, let me let me put you on the spot. Who do you like podcasting with more, Laurel or your wife? Oh, oh. Like not even a competition. I, I can, there's a good chance I don't see Laurel every day. I mean, you also you chose me. One could say that's true. I guess that's you true. chose to podcast with Laurel. Trick too. question because the answer is us. That's right. There you go. Yeah. That's right. Once again, yes. uh, Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. uh, Find them on where you guys on uh, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. We're we're all over the place. Spotify. If you look for us us and can't find us, let me know. Get at me. (laughs) Tr Princess Diaries at gmail.com. Hey, do you guys still have the phone line that you have people calling up? We do. Seven zero seven yo trpd one. Again, that's seven zero seven yo. Taryn Ryan Princess Diaries one. It's a very easy to remember. It's there's no problems at all. It's clean. Except it comes up when very somebody quickly. calls and asks oh my for God. camera tripods. <laughs> did you did you listen to that episode? Jenny? You guys like? Oh my God. Uh, I'm looking for tripods. I called I called up. I was like, Is this a tripod? Uh, 1-800 Trepod. Is this it? If you guys want to hear it after the podcast, I'll play it for you. <laughs> it's wild. Please, Joe, you have anything to plug while we're doing plugs? 
Oh, I, I don't have a plug, oh. uh, but I guess check out the uh, the Nerd Roundtable or the Geek Roundtable podcast. Uh, I've done a bunch of episodes with them. I just recorded another two uh, that are going to be coming out in the next couple of months where we talk about the movie Crawl and also Willow, mm. in which I direct yes. everyone to our episode of the Editing Bay where we yes. talked about Willow. Uh, but yeah, I've been on a few episodes where we talk about Ahsoka Tano. We talk about Grogu. We've talked about uh, our favorite superheroes, our favorite aliens. Like It's, it's a real fun deal, uh, a great roundtable discussion with these guys. Uh, it's it's no Joel and Jay, uh, but <laughs> but they treat me real nice. <laughs> Unlike here, that's right. Yes. No, listen, they feel your pain because like every time we get ready to record, the host Kenny is like, "All right, so this is just supposed to be like a thirty minute episode, <laughs> Joe." <Yep. Yeah. laughs> As we come on hour two of our Disney uh, podcast extravaganza, mm. uh, but yeah, well worth it. Uh, if you like this podcast. Uh, you can subscribe and listen to this one too. Uh, 16bigladiators.com is our website, and there you're going to find links to our social networks on Facebook uh, and on Twitter at 16bitgladiators. All right. Well, uh, I see the Google Meets is giving us uh, the five minute warning. Uh, so we're going to talk about what's going to be uh, our topic next week on the podcast. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've been watching a lot of Summer Olympics. Uh, can't get enough. I find myself sports watching uh, sports that uh, I don't care about uh, outside of the two week Olympics span of time. But uh, that got me thinking hey, I think it's about time we talk about sports games on this podcast because there's plenty of them out there uh, and i think once you start doing a little digging you'll realizing that uh the the term sports is uh, kind of wide open so curious to see what you guys come up with next week when we're talking about sports video games all right joe thanks again for uh lending your talents it was amazing jay see you real soon <laughs> jay uh always a pleasure having you on thanks sir thanks sir Glad and to be uh, back again once again special thanks to uh Tara and ryan for uh suggesting the topic and also contributing their time and talents thanks guys yeah thanks so much 100 right, we'll have to find another excuse to get you guys on um maybe if there's a fraser crane uh, video game <laughs> we can do a crossover episode with that god i hope there's not a fraser <laughs> crane video game. all right uh <laughs> listeners uh if you've got your favorite disney uh, video game feel free to uh sound off on our facebook page or on twitter uh again 16bitgladiators.com uh, and tune in next week for our special sports video games episode. All right, we will see you next week on another episode of the 16-Bit Gladiators. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See ya. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.